minutes. The show will begin in five. Four. Three. Two. One. Thursday night CrossFit talk with Scott Schweitzer and Jamie Latimer. We about to change the game. We out here taking names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the skies. We about to change the game. We out here taking names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the skies. Hit for it, hit for it, die. Giving them all that we got. Kick them the door. Try to knock, but nobody answered. I'm going hard and taking my chances. I give it what is going on everybody welcome to the early edition of thursday night crossfit talk and the reason we're doing that and thank you so much to my co-host jamie for accommodating me on this but i love two things in this world i love crossfit and i love the chicago bears and one brings me joy and one brings me pain um but i wanted to be in pain tonight uh, for the national broadcast of their game. So we're doing it early. We're doing it early. What's Bajan's odds seeing the, seeing the, seeing the floor? Uh, Washington has a great defensive line. Um, Justin's probably going to get hit a lot. Um, so 50-50. I'd love to see him. I think that's so exciting. Yeah, I just hope it's, you know, I don't know. I don't know what I hope for anymore. I came into this season with actual hope, and this season has been crap. So, um, but I still watch them every week, um, hoping for a different outcome, and it never comes. So here we are. Yeah, yeah. So, a couple things on the docket today. Wanted to... um, Everybody's making fun of your Call of Duty headset. Um, I actually did. Did you? Were you ever a gamer? No, not no, not really. I mean, no, I would say no. My son is ridiculous, though. Yeah i I was never a Call of Duty guy. Like, I was a uh, Rainbow Six. Oh, I played like GoldenEye. Um, but mostly like Mario, Mario Kart would be like, I just played like, and I played a ton of Tiger Woods, PGA, like that kind of stuff. Um, not like football, soccer. I can't do like those fast paced sports. Um, but yeah, GoldenEye is legendary as one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I was just thinking the military games that are out today, you know, no. The game I spent the most time on in my entire life was Donkey Kong Country 64. I, I liked the Donkey Kong games. Crash Bandicoot, I loved that one. Yeah. Yeah, I would be downstairs in the in the basement of our old place for like 16 hours, and Julie would be like, you know, <laughs> are you going to eat today? Are you going to, you know. Our age is, our age is showing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, very much so. Um, but... <laughs> But there's there's some CrossFit news, so we'll get into that. Um, yeah. Crash Crucible is happening in eight days. It's coming way too quick for me. <laughs> so I want to know, you're, you got an invite. First of all, 
what was it like to now be an athlete where you get an invite to a competition and not I, have to go through the qualifier? Yeah. I mean, thank goodness. Cause I don't think I could have handled another qualifier in this time period. Right. Like I was overwhelmed. Um, but yeah, I was like floored when JR messaged me. Um, yeah, that was crazy. It was, I, you just super honored that even someone would think of you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that it's so cool. Just watching your career this year, like in where you've come from. Um, and you actually shared something with me this morning that popped up in your memories and like goals that you had and, and where you're at today in comparison is like light years. I know. Good old, I don't know, 95th in Wadapalooza or something. And it was probably like intermediate Wadapalooza, nowhere close. Who knows? I don't, I can't really remember the details of it, but yeah. Yeah. So you're going to South Carolina in a week, um, less yeah. than a week. You yeah, I fly out on are, Wednesday. Uh, you're going to meet your coach there. Mm-hmm. He's going to fly in on Thursday. Uh, Ronica's going with you. Ronica is coming. That's her. She's excited for CrossFit vacation. Not so much a vacation for me. <laughs> and, and so the plan is, I don't know what we're going to do with Thursday night CrossFit talk. We'll have to see where you're kind of at and mentally and all that stuff. Yeah. Right. We'll, we'll just stay in touch and figure that out. Okay. Um, Hopefully Ronica can stay in touch with us. We can kind of bounce in throughout the weekend, see how you're mm-hmm. doing, see how other things are going on at crash. And we'll do some update shows throughout the weekend. And it's my birthday Saturday while we're and, there. And it's your birthday. Uh, so, so after you win the competition, are you going to celebrate your birthday <laughs> Sunday night? Um, maybe I, I don't know. I'm, I have my, so my, I have a huge family. My mom is one of eight kids and we're all very close. My very, very close with my cousins. Um, and I, Michigan, Michigan state game is usually right around my birthday. Um, it happens to be on the 21st. So the following weekend when I get home and I host the Michigan, Michigan state game at my house every year. And that's like my birthday party. Uh, my other cousin's birthday is like two weeks from mine. So we kind of just do like a dual birthday bash so I will be drinking then so I feel like I should just wait (laughs) I do not need to drink two weekends in a row um so yeah so so Tristan's gonna meet you it's gonna be the first time you guys work together at a competition as coach and athlete how excited Mm -hmm. are you for that I'm excited for him to see me work um hopefully the some of these events he gets that experience and i'm not just standing there (laughs) there's a couple that i will be able to work through but yeah and we'll go we'll go through the workouts here in a second but i do want to put this out there and jamie doesn't know i'm doing this i didn't put it in my show notes um so it's going to be a surprise to her um she has to pay her way from michigan to South Carolina, any donations during today's show, I am putting toward Jamie's travel fund. Anybody in the chat would like to donate to help Jamie pay for her way from Michigan to South Carolina 
you shoot that in the chats today, super chats or um, thank yous or whatever it is that they do on YouTube. All of the proceeds we make from that today will go to Jamie's to help defray the cost of her trip to South Carolina. Aww, so that's sweet of you. Um, so I want to do that. Well, Thank you. It's not sweet of me. It's going to be sweet of them if they donate. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I know that that it it was not a cheap trip, but it's an opportunity you can't pass up. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, just different exposure, different media, different people wanting to cover. Um, so yeah, I definitely wanted to take the opportunity. So Corey. First donation. Awesome. Thank you, Corey. So I have the workouts up here. I want to kind of go through them. <clears throat> Uh, and just uh, just a brief like one minute on each one of these, because I know cool. that you have a tennis match to get to, and um, I've got I've got like an hour. Okay. Oh, <clears throat> Brucey, you guys are the best. Um, so here we go. Event one, uh, it is, and so what they did is they took previous workouts that existed in other realms through CrossFit. JR tweaked and modified them for his workout. Um, Mama Schweitzer. Oh, Cheryl. <laughs> Event one, 2018 games. Aeneas. Aeneas regrip. Uh-huh. Uh, three rounds for time. Three, two pegboard ascents. 2015 ski erg. 100-foot zerker yoke carry. 285, 185, time cap, 14 minutes. And are, are the masters doing the same as the individual? Correct. Correct. Okay. So th initial thoughts on this. Um, I am ecstatic to try a pegboard. I've never done a full pegboard. I, I have a half one in my gym, um, but I've never done a full pegboard. So, and I, th I mean... I don't know. I like, I like the half, of course, it's a lot, a whole lot easier, but, um, so yeah, I'm excited, excited to do a pegboard at a competition. I tried the Zurchery Oak carry yesterday. Ooh. So my arms are like bruised. <laughs> is that, is that what you had up on your story? Yes. Right, I'm going to try to pull that up real quick. And I tried to weigh my yoke after I should have weighed it before, but I think my yoke is 170. Um, we bought that off of somebody. I think my yoke is the 185 pound yoke. So empty, it should be 185, but we bought it from somebody who had it in stored somewhere and they had cut off the very top. So it lost, I think it lost a little bit of weight. So I need to practice it again with a couple fives on there. So I think, this mm -hmm. yeah and that's how you have to carry it yes in your elbow crook and i am seriously bruised like right where that was holding all right let's look at that one more time oh that looks awful and it's like what you got to have that low enough so that it isn't like tipping on you 
like I kept like the first couple times I tried it, I just like would lift it and just jam those front right into the ground. Um, but yeah, it's what I noticed. Like, I think I can survive that one, but you're like this for so long and then pegboarding. And then I finished and I went to like straighten my arms. I was like, holy cow. And I messaged Tristan, Tristan. I was like, I don't even think I don't have a flip sled. So if you go to event two, we can be, be done with this if you want. Um, um, I don't have a flip sled, but we were trying to use a tire and I was like, I can't even like, I can't even lift this thing. Like my arms are shot. So the event, event one to event two is going to be gross. Yes. So, uh, event two is 2016 regionals event five reflip. And it is four rounds for time, 400 meter run, 300 GHD, seven flip sleds. So have you, you've never done a flip sled? Nope. So a flip sled is way better than a pig. That's good. <laughs> way better than a pig. Um, flip sled actually has handles on it. Yeah. So you can actually like grip it and like almost clean it. Um, so, and I don't think you have any problem with that. You, you, you're athletic. You can adapt. So um, I, I've touched a flip sled because I went to Granite Games last year. But yep, that's where I've the teams, one. we, the teams, we pushed it. So I've never flipped it. And it was awful. They had, they had a booth there where you could actually like play with it a little bit. Yeah. And I love yeah, it. Probably, I probably should have gone over there and actually tried to flip it. But, um, I loved it way more than a tire. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So our tire at the gym is like, we got a, a second one and it, it's probably not quite heavy enough, but it's similar. Um, but I can't get underneath it anywhere. So I couldn't get my fingers underneath to even get it started. Yeah, that's what's tough about the tires. You have to get so low. Uh, you don't have to get as low on the flip sled because the handles are not on the ground. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm anxious for that. Be tough. For so Hopefully then, the arms relax a little after that first event because that's that's going to be gross. But so that's that is Friday. Those two events, just two events, one and two. Friday. Yep, and then we have. Event three, which is 2018 mm -hmm. Games Handstand Walk Rewind. For time, 300-foot handstand walk, 60-foot course, 20-handstand walk obstacle, ramp and ramp, 20 hurdles, 20-handstand walk obstacle, stairs and stairs. Time cap is 10 minutes. Each 20-foot unbroken section completed is scored as one rep. You're good on your hands, but I've I, I've never seen you do an obstacle. I've never touched a ramp or a stair in my life, so yeah. <laughs> Hurdles, like, is it just like stepping over them? Yeah, they're like if you swipe on that. I don't know if you can run it. It shows it. They're little, like they're almost like the cutouts. I don't even. They're just little, like 
long yoga blocks is probably the best way to explain it. Um, I've actually been practicing like kettlebells with PVCs on them. Um, and I actually think the moguls are going to be okay for me. It's whether or not I can get up and down this ramp that starts it. So you think? Like, oh, yeah, okay. those are. The, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was picturing like the little, like the hurdles I had at Wadapalooza, where you had to do the hops. Yeah. No. Like a wire frame thing, but almost like the parallel thing. But yeah. no, yeah, these aren't these aren't incredibly high, um, but they're also a little bit wider because they're those foam blocks. So you got to actually clear it pretty good. Um, yeah, it's the ramp that I'm, well, in the stairs, but to even start the event, I have to get up and down the ramp. The ramp. Yeah, I think yeah, that'll be fun. I uh, can't wait for Ronica to show us some footage of that. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm volunteering her. Mm-hmm. Um, bit, yeah. uh, so then we have event four, 2016 regionals, event one, rechase, uh, 10 thrusters, then eight thrusters, six thrusters, four and two. So we're the old, good old fashioned ladder mm -hmm. uh, of thrusters. Uh, it ends in 175. You good 175? Oh yeah, totally. Let's get there. <laughs> no, I honestly don't even know if I can do 165 once. Um, but time, time for thrusters take a lot out of me. So I think just getting through 10 and eight is going to be a challenge. We'll see. I might, uh, I mean, I got to talk to Tristan about, I did some thrusters yesterday, just built to a heavy. Um, but I'd like to somewhat try, try this to, so I know like how long to spend on the round of 10 in the round of eight. I have confidence in you. <laughs> it's heavy that's gross and there's going to be people who like just move it like hannah black is here i know but she's not like, in your division i know i just you know i never want to be last but it is what it is yeah listen i i know some of the people in your division like and you're going to be fine you're They're all fun. strong. Haley Mario. I, I think I, would not I think make she's. Her I would not call her I a strength. I think she's stronger than me. I guess we'll see. You think everybody's stronger than you? We've got to get that out of your head. <laughs> all right. All right. So I think we're up to here. Number five. Number five. The hundreds. <clears throat> My favorite. So this is funny. It's funny you say that because um, I, you know, I go CrossFit players, Patrick O'Connell. People don't know this. Christie's husband was like a seven-time regionals athlete. His highlight of his CrossFit career, if you ask him, is the hundreds. Oh, really? <clears throat> Because he was in the same heat with Rich and Marcus Hendren and Graham Holmberg 
and Scott Pancheck. And uh, yeah, that's, this is the highlight of his career. Did he keep up with them? Uh, I didn't, he didn't tell me that part of the story, but my guess is he probably did. Like, just like a lot of people, like a Brian Wong, um, when you're caught in that region, like it's, it was, it was death row. Like you were, you were not getting through that unless you were super elite. And I think mm -hmm. like, like Patrick's an amazing athlete and he just got, he just got the bad luck of being in the central East region. Yep. Yep. So, <clears throat> So let's go through this because this looks like a Jamie workout from start to finish. Kinda. It's got definitely got some things. Hundred total bar. Love it. Dual hang kettlebell snatch. Yeah. Hundred box jump overs. Hundred dual kettlebell squats. Anyhow. So, so you gonna do that overhead? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we, we know I love that position. Um, I, the 24 inch box, I think is definitely going to slow me, slow me down a little bit. I feel like I'm one of the shortest ones coming. So yeah, but I have a picture of you floating over a 20 inch box, like by quite a bit. It's a really good picture too. hundred total bar unbroken or die. <laughs> I would Chandler Smith right off of that bar. <laughs> so what? Um, so you're not going to go unbroken on the the total bar? No. <laughs> I need to save some grip. Um, I hope that I make like a pretty good dent in that and get ahead because I I think I'm a slower box jumper than most people, and I know I'm a slower squatter than most people. So I just need to be ahead. Which sucks because we know all know I don't like to be ahead in a workout, but I think I gotta make my gains early on this one. I love the kettlebell snatch. It's one of my favorite yeah. things about CrossFit all day long. Especially I don't. I don't mind single arm. I don't love double, but we'll it's all the same. Okay. Um, I get to I get to practice this one tomorrow, so we'll see how it goes. All right. I wish they, so the they they changed their. Here we go. So that's the what? That was I think that's the. Well, that might be the first event on Sunday. So I think we do the handstand walk thruster on Saturday, and then that to start Sunday. Unless this is the only thing on Sunday, I kind of forget. This is a little combo finale. Yeah. And uh, they talked about it today on Shut Up and Scribble a lot because Taylor was the test athlete for JR for the, this workout. And, he, and JR wrestled a lot because he wanted, he wanted the ring muscle up to be something that you had to really decide whether you were going unbroken or not. Um, no. And that's what he said. Like there are going to be athletes that are going to push it and say they can do it. And they're going to be athletes that say, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to save it for the back half, which is the the second part. Mm -hmm. um, 
So it is 2019 game sprint couplet re-ring, which is 14 or 12 ring muscle-ups, 70-meter sled push, uh, 45 or empty, and then 14 or 12 ring muscle-ups to finish. Time cap, five minutes, two-minute transition rest into 2012 games med ball handstand push-up rebag, which is four times seven sandbag to shoulder, 2125. 14, 12 parallel handstand pushups, 14 inch, nine inch, seven sandbag to shoulder, 225. Well, that 125 should feel light after last week. Yeah. Let's hope it's only seven of them, right? Yep. So I don't know if it, I don't know if it'll be light enough to touch and go, but. So where do you, where do you see, where do you see yourself in these? bottom half of the re-ring and hopefully top half of the rebag. I I mean, I love handstand pushups. I just don't know if there's enough there to counteract the sandbag. Yeah. I, there's going to be people that struggle with a nine inch deficit parallel handstand pushup. Well, yeah, I mean, for sure, yeah. depending on how hard yeah. you win on those ring muscle-ups. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's that combination and how how much did you sell your soul on the first part and how much do you have left on the second part? So it reminds me a lot of the finale of Legends last year. That was a similar two-parter, and you went bar muscle up, and I think it was like 10, maybe. I don't remember how many it was. 10, I think. And two front squats, back to bar muscle up. And then and it, again, same type of thing, short time frame, five, six minutes, one or two-minute transition into sandbagged shoulder, strict handstand push-ups. I believe it was strict handstand push-ups. So that was, I mean, it's a very, very similar, which I much preferred that workout because it's bar muscle-ups. I love bar muscle-ups. Don't love ring muscle-ups. Uh, Corey, who now after competing at MFC, know, knows how to compete. If I'm doing this, I'm going fast singles on the sandbag. As soon as it hits the ground, I'm getting it back up. Yeah, I can't really do that. It's either touch and go for me or it's a full reset. Like, I don't know. It's, sandbags are weird for me. It's got to feel light, though, compared to what you just did. And the volume. The volume's way different. Yeah. Like, you did like 20-some at MFC? 30? 20? Four so 12 in that round. Six. I think I think eighteen. I don't know. Something like that. Close to twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Um okay. So those are the workouts. How are you feeling going in? What what are you looking forward to the most? Probably the hundreds, because it's like the one longer event. Um I like 
event too. I just honestly have no idea how a flip sled is going to feel. So like, am I going to, it's going to take me 30 seconds to do one flip sled and I'm standing there resting or am I going to be able to just like flip that thing and get back to running? Um, I mean, I love running in GHDs. So it's really how, how fast can I go on that? And, and, um, move that flip sled relatively quickly. It's a, like a 16 minute time cap. That's four minutes around. I mean, I, I can't anticipate you're going to like sprint your run or otherwise you're going to be dying. So if you're like anywhere close to two minutes on your run, a minute on your GHGs, that gives you one minute to flip the sled seven times. That seems aggressive. Yeah. Yeah, I again, I thought the flip sled was way easier than other apparatus that I flipped. I think it's the easiest of the bunch. Um, but I don't want to put that into your head until you've touched one because yeah, it may be different for you than it is for me. Yeah, that's the last thing I want is to be like, oh, yeah, it's fine. You're going to flip it once every 10 seconds and be done in a, a minute 10. And even if I did that, I wouldn't even finish the workout. Um so I just, I don't want to have high expectations of this one. I just think it'd be amazing if it felt somewhat easy and I was able to flip them quick, quick, but I don't anticipate that being the case case. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Um, and we'll figure out how we're going to do the shows next week, uh, with you there and maybe use Ronica. Um, maybe I'll have like Corey jump on with me again and we'll, we'll analyze some stuff from here. I don't know. We'll figure something out. Um, but Corey also says, just because it's been a minute now, y'all, any super chats today get donated to Jamie's travel fund for crash. Y'all make it rain. Um, and so anything, Corey is correct. Anything we make today through donations goes straight to Jamie's travel fund for crash. So just want to make, you know, we've already had, I don't know, like uh, 85 bucks thrown in there. So pretty awesome. Um, let's move on to Alexis Raptus, who I think is talking to Peter Pedro right now. Um, oh, really? Has made the rounds uh, this week through the spin, uh, Savon this morning, and uh, Peter now. She talked about her colitis and it forcing her to withdraw from Rogue, and that actually it was Bali Belly. Um, where she and her mother went to Bali, which crazy story. We have a show where we do fun and fitness in Bali and, and Hattie ran into Alexis there, uh, when she was working out and stuff. And little did I know that that was when, uh, everything was going poorly for Miss Raptus and that she was not going to be able to compete at Rogue. Yeah, I'm curious, has, I mean, has Hattie, this is not Hattie's first time going to Bali, right? She's been there, yeah. Has she had any experience with this Bali Belly? I have not, so she, Hattie's actually in the middle of a retreat where people can sign up and come do adventures with her this week. Mm -hmm. I haven't been able to talk to her this week, um, and that's why we didn't do a show. And, and I just learned of this uh, last night, so I'm anxious to talk to Hattie to see how common this actually is. And Jamie has completely frozen. 
that was that me? Yeah, that's you. Oh, Lucas just got home. He's probably starting his games up and using all the bandwidth. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Am I back normal? You are. Okay. So, um, so yeah, I haven't had a chance to talk to Hattie, but I will as soon as her retreat's done and we'll, we'll find out how common that is. Yeah. I'm yeah. super curious on that. Like, yeah, just crazy story. I mean, it sounds like it's from drinking their water. Yeah. Water nice. Yeah. I mean, I know when I travel, like my son, my stomach sometimes gets sensitive to just the stuff around, but nothing like what, and I don't have colitis either too. That is easily aggravated. Yeah. Yeah. I, that was nice of her to come out with that post. Um, I mean, you never know what some of these athletes are dealing with. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, so that's that story. I feel I feel bad for Alexis because I've always felt like I was her bad luck charm. Um, I when I was with Morning Chalk Up, I interviewed her literally like minutes before the final event at West Coast Classic. She was sitting in a qualifying position and lost it on the last event um, that year. I interviewed her post that, and um, and when I saw her. Then the following year at the Mac or syndicate, whichever one she was at, I asked for an interview right before the last event and she actually declined it. And I think well, she, she was like, I'm not, I'm not doing that again. She talked to us at semifinals. She did. In Orlando. In Orlando. So. And I just think it was the exact same moment in the competition weekend. Yeah. Uh, and She's like, I'm not doing that bad luck thing again. Fair enough. Hmm. So the next thing I want to talk about is um, on my weight loss show yesterday, we expanded on what we're doing for our monthly challenge. Um, and if people didn't know, my goal is to do Murph RX-ish. I know full RX is with a vest. I am not doing it with a vest, but back to full body weight, pull-ups, squats, and push-ups. And so the first challenge is push-up month. And the first week is 150 push-ups in the week. Okay. And okay. so if you're going to do it with us, because some people have asked to go ahead and do it with us, all we're asking is post a couple pictures, uh, hashtag, uh, push-up challenge, Clydesdale push-up challenge, and um, tag us in it so that we can share the community kind of doing that together. So <laughs> one thing I'm doing that's kind of fun is I have four steps from here to my landing. And I can't get a ton of volume at full body weight um, push-up. So I do as many as I can, and then I go up a step, and I do more. And then I go up another step and do more and up another step. Um, and that way I'm, I'm kind of scaling it, but getting more volume in at one time. Um, and it's fun. It's actually like a fun little game. I get to play with myself trying to um, get my volume up in, in those moments. I love that. This is kind of like 
a foray into the weekly workout that we were getting, trying to get you to do this, like, yeah, baby steps into that. I like this. Yeah. My, the biggest, and we talked about that yesterday too. Uh, the biggest thing with my, my live workout is my garage is full of stuff that my daughter has dropped off here. And I gave her the ultimatum, get what you want. Everything else is going. And so I made the bulk pickup call uh, and they're coming in a week and a half to come get a bunch of the stuff. There you go. Because <laughs> um, I have enough room to work out, but it's not really ideal to like show live on the air. Right. If that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well, it's a good start. I think it'll get people participating and yeah, I like it. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is Dave's Week in Review. Um, he addressed a couple, he addressed one big thing about the games that we've been talking about on this show, and that is that they are working with somebody in Fort Worth to get an RV park for the games. And I think that is crucial uh, to kind of continue the community aspect of the games and having a place where people can go hang out do activations, do workouts, do different things like that, um, and to have that available. Now, it's going to be hot as hell camping in Fort Worth at that point, but some of those RVs have probably nicer air conditioning units in my house. Yeah. Yeah, those workouts will be hot, but yeah, that was a huge part of the experience. I mean, Mayhem did a great job this year getting their station set up and all those workouts so if they're planning on going and doing it big again i think it's crucial to have that environment tube shows that yep i don't know if they're gonna have wi-fi that's one of the things we're gonna have to find out because i know even the early era uh madison the campground did not have wi-fi but it apparently did it apparently did in the last, in the last little bit because, um, you know, Mayhem did a full live show thing daily uh, from there, so they must have done something to get that over there. And Jay Birch says there are over two hundred RV sites around Dickies, and I think that, I think that we kind of knew that, but. Dave talked, it seemed more specific to like have something close to the arena and a, a community area where people could kind of hang out in addition to that. So I'm super <laughs> excited about that. <clears throat> the Holiday Inn in Fort Wayne also did not have Wi-Fi. Well, we don't. We cannot confirm it did because we could not get it. We could not access it. It said it did, but the, every passcode we put in failed miserably. That's ridiculous. Um, so then I wanted, oh, the other thing is he mentioned, and I wanted to get your take on this, is uh, he mentioned something. He, he, it, it started off as talking about a team series. Mm -hmm. Right. And everybody kind of competing in the team series and doing all of that. 
And then um, it morphed into one thing that he thought would be cool, and it actually was suggested to him by Bill Henniger, uh, was that we should do a mayhem versus proven versus hard work pays off. He left out a lot of camps. He did leave out a lot of camps. In this, but those are the ones he mentioned. And that, um, and so I wanted to get your impression. Would you be interested in a camp throwdown? So I think I saw Brian kind of bring this up and I, there'd have to be some serious like ground rules set about this. I, I mean, I, I get what he's saying. We're event organizers. We're media. We get to just carelessly get to talk about it. Yeah, but it's got to be done right. Like, it can't just be. And this is something you know, you and I did when we tried to like rank the camps, right? Like, who's actually a part of the camp? And just because, just because I was following TTT programming, was I part of TTT? I mean, I mayhem has hundreds of thousands of f followers, but would you say that they're part of the camp? I wouldn't. I would say it's like the seven, eight people that are there, like Bailey, Paige, Roman, Logan, Rich, and yeah. Tyler. I know there'd have to be a lot of ground rules around this. Right. Because depending on the popularity of it, like you could say, hey, Justin, just put our name on this for one, but just go do your own thing and when you're working out and training, right? Right. There's a lot of room for corruption. I agree completely. But just on the surface, I think it would be huge for the sport. It's, it's just like college football. It's just like, like we all have our favorite kind of camps or a lot of us do the programming from a camp, right? Mm -hmm. And so you feel like an, an, like a, like this guy, right? Corey Leonard, comp train has so few athletes nowadays, they'd have to use me, which would be a nightmare. Because he does comp train programming, right? And they do have, and I know we, we rip on comp train a lot, but they, they still have Sydney and they still have, um, uh, the teen Irish girl that's really good and competed at semis, even though she's only 16. Anyway. Lucy McGonigal? Yeah. Her. I didn't know right. she was comp trained. She is. Okay. Yeah. She's trained by um, Jarrett Smith. Uh, okay. Just like semis. Um, But anyway, I think because of those ties, like, like ACR does HWPO. She'd have a tie mm -hmm. to HWPO and want them to do well because that's her programming, right? It, it would have it would have like a much more vested interest in it. Kenneth says this, and I and I I sorry, Kenneth, I gotta completely disagree with you. I feel like Cup is greater than Camp Throwdown. I feel like Cup might be better than Camp Throwdown if we had a true affiliate cup. But we don't. Told Totally agree. I the idea of a proper affiliate uh, affiliate cup, I think, is 
perfection. I think that's what the sport needs. I think like still train because that's the thing. Like you want to train with these people. Like when you say like you get behind your sports teams, well, you're behind them because those people, those people train together every day. And that's the beauty of this, not just my garage. I'm following this. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. Maybe I split something else and pull one piece from something else I saw online. Like it's it's the training together that I think is what we want to see if the results come from. But I'm okay with I'm like Ricky is an underdogs athlete, right? Even though he's not in Vegas all the year. But he gets his program from Justin. He talks to Justin daily. He is an underdogs athlete. Kyra Milligan is an underdogs athlete. Ricky and Kyra are not doing the same workouts. And I'm okay with that. Just like an offensive lineman is not doing the same workouts as a wide receiver. Right? When you're watching football. Yeah. But they're turning under the same umbrella, the same roof. Yeah. I can see, like, I can see your argument for someone like Ricky. Um, some of these like overseas athletes who want to be on a U.S. team, I can see. Cairo would be a tricky one for me because, yes, she's she's maybe an underdogs athlete, but she like was at Mayhem training with Mayhem and doing Mayhem's programming. Like she she left Mayhem now though now, and she's an individual athlete in Vegas. That's the version I was thinking. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah. So Alex, Alex Gazan is a better example. Alex yeah. is in Vegas doing all that stuff. Her and Rick, her overhead, her push strength um, is good. Ricky's is bad. They're not doing the same workouts because of that. Does that make? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's, that's probably going to be the pay, the case with individual programming is things are going to be tailored to you, which also means they're not doing the same thing as ACR on HWPO. Right. But in name alone, they, that ACR feels a connection to HWPO. Yeah. Like she felt strongly yeah. enough to purchase their programming. So she's going to root for them in any kind of competition. And I don't know, I guess like, does it come down to, you know, Kenneth is very adamant in the chat about that FLA Cup is better and all this kind of stuff, right? Does that, does, does the camp versus camp versus camp become Battle of the Network Stars um, as opposed to like the Olympics, right? Like yeah. a one-off yeah. thing that's just kind of fun and, and do that. I think with the development of the sport, we're going to get a, a better idea of which one is which. Yeah, I do like the idea of the coaches having to participate because we kind of know who those are, right? Yeah. That would provide some buy-in and like that, that would have some hype. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's where you might lose some people to participate because yes, like there seems to be this thing where Matt and Rich do not want to go head to head. Right. And anything ever again. I agree. 
Um, no, Rich, Rich might be willing to at this point. <laughs> and I and I think that's where, and I guess this is where Kenneth is right. He said do it through Fit Wars, and I'm all for it. This would be an off season thing. This would not be like an official, like part of the CrossFit Games or part of the championship season or whatever ends up coming down the road, right? This yeah, would be yeah. something to do with like the um uh, the uh when the US took on the the world and US took on um Canada, Australia and Europe. What do we call that? That was the Oh my gosh. It's oh it, what whatever. That we, we they had it every year for a while. I know and, we just talked about this a few weeks ago. I know I'm just having brain farts today. Was um, it the International Cup? I don't know how they labeled invitational, it. Invitational, the invitation. Invitation. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um. So, yeah that that was one of my favorite things ever. Um. And if if we could get something like that. Um, where it's like a one-day event, everybody kind of throws down at the same time, two or three events. I think it could be fun. You could sell jerseys. You could yeah. sell merch, um, just like they did for the Invitational, right? Everybody had their Canada or their Europe or their USA. Um, just I, I think if Dave truly likes the idea of this... Ken's got a point. Do it through open announcements. Like, like have three or four teams, someone like someone that we all know actually represents that program show up to these announcements and see. Like, I think that'd be cool. That's a that's a great way to start it. I agreed, but I think right now everybody's in free agency mode, so we don't really know where anybody is quite yet. What a cooler way to see. Then they show up at open yeah. announcement. And you're like, oh, you're so-and-so actually maybe signed with HWPO. Like Christine Colbrander with HWPO until like a month before the games. Yeah. Yeah, she just sort of started showing up in their videos. And and here she'd been quietly doing their, their stuff. So, all right. So yeah. let's let's finish up this show. A couple things. Um, we talked about it a little bit as a teaser. The Portsmouth documentary with um, Dale King. I watched it on Tuesday. One of the most impactful things I've ever seen. Amazing documentary. Um, when they said, when Dale said on the Sevon podcast that there was a big twist and it was the reason behind doing this whole thing, you know, I'm. The whole time I'm watching, I'm looking for the twist. Didn't find it until it happened. And that's and it was such a big thing that it um it wrecked me. Yeah. Like, totally, I, totally wrecked me. And why go ahead. I heard him on Coffee Pads and Wads also talking to Peter Pedro. And 
he was also like, I don't want to ruin anything, but holy cow. And so I feel like I probably know what happens, but I, I am, I really want to watch. I'm going to try to do that Sunday night, like get Lucas. I thought and, too. Yeah. I was wrong, but I was really wrong. So anyway, it has a big twist. Okay. Um, it's not anything you're going to expect. Um, Corey said he cried like a baby. Dale King oh, is an angel. He is. Um, I cried like a baby to the point my wife was checking on me because um, I was sobbing uh, pretty hard. The other thing for me that made this very, very impactful is that they are, they are it's part of the documentary happens here in Columbus where they take um, Sarah, one of the uh, recovering addicts who is running the packaging shop for Dale in Portsmouth. And they bring her back to Columbus where she used to use. And oh, she oh. shows them like where it was she would come. And it was under an overpass. And, um, and she said it's worse today there than when she was using. Oh, man. And that was literally when I used to work downtown, like probably a couple hundred yards from my office. Crazy. Um, and it was insane. The other thing that freaked me out is in this documentary, my doctor is the expert on, um, dopamine and its effect on the brain. My doctor with wild health is the person that they use, uh, for all of that. Um, so seeing him on the screen was like, wait, wait, that's, that's my doctor. What is he doing? What's he doing here? Um, and it was so crazy. Um, but yeah, it was, if you have not seen it, um, and it, it shows how out of nowhere this stuff can get into your family, your friends, mm -hmm. your community. <laughs> it is crazy. So, um, yeah, check it out, please, please check it out. Yeah. I, I beg of you. So before we go, uh, one last time, all proceeds from any super chats, any thank yous. Um, if you want to contact me and Venmo me, um, we all proceeds today go to help Jamie pay for her trip to South Carolina. Um, so, uh, we want to help her get there. This is a big, big week for her where she gets to go meet with her coach and gets to um, go through a competition with her coach. So um, if you want to support that cause, please either shoot me a DM and you can Venmo me or we can um, do it by super chat or whatever. And we'll get those over to Jamie as soon as possible. And just a couple show announcements. Um, I, I actually determined in the last 24 hours, I want to let everybody know that I'm not going to rogue. Uh, it is, it breaks my heart, but I just cannot justify the expense it's going to cost to go there, um, to cover an event where we, I'm only allowed for the whole weekend, 30 seconds of footage. Like it just doesn't make financial sense to do that. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to put my money elsewhere and support other parts of the community that don't get the support that people do at rogue. And so 
Um, I have decided I'm going to Legends for sure. I already bought my my plane ticket for Legends, uh, so we'll support the Masters community there, and um, and do that. And there, I can get a lot more footage. I can get a lot more interaction with the athletes, a lot more stuff, and uh, get more bang for our buck here on the show. Um, it's it's not sorry. Um, I love Rogue and I love the the event, but there's so many events going on for us to pay attention to. Um, and Rogue's going to be covered by all the big names. Yeah. Like yeah. everybody's going to be there covering it and that's fine. And we're going to cover it too. We're still going to do shows. I'm going to watch Rogue every day. We'll do nightly recaps, the whole bit. Um, it's just, I'm not going to be there in person. I'm going to choose to do that with other parts of the community that don't get the footage that Rogue does um, and give them uh, their due. And then um, we are still going to, uh, we're still, I'm still in negotiations with my wife. I may show up at Crash. I may, um, but I don't know yet because uh, it all depends on her vacation. Her family lives in that area. And if I'm going there, she has to go with me. And it just depends on how much time she has with everything she has going on in her family. Does she have enough time for us to get there? So, um, so yeah, so super stoked. So we may show up at Crash. Uh, pre prediction show where we pick all Canadian podium. I'm in. All right, let's go. Uh, only on the male side. Yeah, for Rogue? For Rogue. And so, I'm not even, I, I would not pick an all Canadian podium at Rogue. Yeah, I but don't think I would either. Adler, I'm still picking him. Yeah, I would say Jeff. Is Brett there? I think so. So then I would say Jeff, Pat, Brett. I don't know. I, I give me time to think, but I'm guessing Dallin Pepper. I would put in the top three that for Rogue. Um, Dallin's not Canadian. I didn't say I was picking all Canadian. Oh, I, I thought that. I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, thanks, Dan. Um, and you crush it covering Masters athletes. Yeah, I we agree. got so much bang for a buck covering because nobody else was there covering MFC, and it really paid dividends for us being there. Um, and I had so much fun, so much fun hanging out with that crew. Um, that maybe we'll just. I, we're going to rewind it and do it at Legends. Plus, it gives me the opportunity to see the two major Masters competitions and how things will move towards next year uh, in the age group divisions. And I, it gives me a better sense of, like, analyzing that whole thing. Um, so I think that is really more important. And it's Arizona in December. And to get out of the cold for a little bit... Mm -hmm. Uh, not 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 too shabby. When do you think um, we'll get another announcement from Dave? In his week in review, it sounded like soon, but okay, okay. here we are on Thursday, and I've seen yeah. nothing. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I I try to watch those as soon as they come out because usually there's there's a clue or two in there, um, but nothing. And so that's, that's all I have in my notes. 
Uh, I want to thank Mama Schweitzer, who I'm assuming is going to Venmo me her money. Um, but then Corey and Bruce for their donations to the Jamie Travel Fund. Again, anything donated to this show today, either through thank yous after we go off live or in the chat now as a super chat, goes to Jamie's Travel Fund to crash uh, to help support her compete there. Thank you, everybody, for donating. Thank you, everybody, for being here and participating in the chat. Um, love you all. Love hanging out with you guys. And next week, after next week, we'll be back to our normal 8 o'clock time. Um, next week, I don't know when we're going to be because we just have to find out when Jamie is in North or South Carolina, what time athlete briefing and all that kind of stuff is. Once we get that figured out, We'll put together a show at live. She'll be live from crash. Maybe I'll be live from crash. Who knows? With that, we will catch everybody next time on Thursday night CrossFit talk. Go Thank Bears. Thank you so much, guys. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.